Welcome, everybody, to another week of Welcome to Strangeland. I am your host, Dr. Dark. This week, we are going to be discussing a conspiracy about what is called the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. Now, sometimes this has been referred to as many different things, you know, in the past, uh, with, you know, slight variations, such as the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. And this ties in to the conspiracy of the Illuminati, the New World Order, etc. So I want to know what you think. Hit me up. Welcome to Strange Land Podcast at Outlook.com. Social media. I'll put the links in with the uh, episode when it publishes. So with that, let's get it started. So again, the protocols of the elders of Zion. What this was, was back in the late 19th century, over in, specifically this originated over in Russia, late 19th century, specifically 1903-ish. At the time, Russia was very heavily anti-Semitic, as were many other countries at that time, and many do still are to this day, frankly. And what these protocols were is they originated as a series of 24 articles that were published in, you know, Russian newspaper back then. And later these articles were, you know, put together and published as a book. Originally, it was titled The Antichrist. So you can see where this is going with, you know, how many people thought of the Jewish community back then. Because that's what this is. The elders of Zion is referring to the Jewish community, specifically the elders of the Jewish community. And what it was is it reported the, the chronicles. They discussed meetings that were taking place in Jewish cemeteries by Jewish elders. And they were structured so that, you know, someone reading these articles could surmise that, you know, the, the Jewish community or certain powers within the Jewish community were actually behind a lot of things. That many things were intentionally created and put into order, such as socialism, capitalism, the French Revolution. And it didn't, it, 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 frankly, it did not paint members of the Jewish community in a good light. Now, before we get too far into this, I must say that 
this was debunked fairly quickly. And when I say fairly quickly, I believe it was 1933, maybe. I don't know exactly. I'll find it here as we move forward. No, 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 I apologize. In the 1920s, so early 1920s, it was proven that these writings were fraudulent. That they were actually, they were written and they were, you know, put out there by the Russian secret police state at that time. And again, they put this out there to skew their, the majority of their country's you know, population to skew their views and opinions of the Jewish community. And, you know, and the, only, the other thing that we'll get into is how this translates to today. Because it very much does. You know, back then, over in Russia, it, 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 Christianity was a huge, if not the primary, form of, you know, religious beliefs. In many Christians at that time, they were looking for anything, something, anything that they could hold against the Jewish population as they were not happy with the fact that the Jewish population would not acknowledge that the Christian Messiah was indeed God. And you know how fanatical religious nuts are. And think about it. To this day, you, you, I mean, there's still religious wars that are brewing and festering all throughout the world. The Catholics and the Protestants over in Ireland. How long has that been going on? The Holy War over in the Middle East. It's just, it's, it's insane to me that in the year 2022, we are still dealing with a massive chunk of the world's population who use their religious beliefs to either, you know, to scrutinize, to demonize people that don't have the same belief sets. And again, back in the early, so back to this, in the early 20s, it was proven, it was proven that it was fraudulent, but that didn't stop. It didn't stop many other countries from translating the protocols of the elders of Zion into their own language and distributing it to their country's populations, including here in the U.S., the good old U.S. of A by none other 
than one Henry Ford. Maybe you've heard of him. Henry Ford, the founder, creator of the Model T Ford, you know, automotive. Henry Ford distributed this as well, just under a different title. But it, the title that he distributed it under was the, uh, specifically it was, quote, the International Jew. Now, more damaging even more damaging and probably the one that most people would, you know, it's going to ring true and ring familiar to most people is the adoption by the Nazis. In 1933, through the end of World War II, including it being referenced within Mein Kampf, you know, the writings of, you know, good old Adolf, sack of shit Hitler. The, the the Nazis over in Germany, they distributed, they published and distributed the Protocols of the Elders of Zion in 23 different editions, and they widely distributed it as anti-Semitic propaganda. And the writings, again... This was all fabricated. It came out that this was all fabricated. Yet to this day, there are people that still believe that these writings are true. The writings alluded to the Jewish elders as wanting to corrupt the world, to take over all international markets, the global press, and ultimately leading to the annihilation of the world as we know it. Sound familiar? It might sound familiar. Because the way this ties in to last week's episode is with the most recent conspiracy theories that have been, you know, brought to the forefront, hell, brought to the mainstream by QAnon, who are all about the beliefs that there is the Illuminati, a new world order, the deep state, the cabal. And who do many of them point their fingers at? Well, they point them at, you know, many, many people. I mean, this has been an all-encompassing, you know, umbrella over all of the elites. But specifically, one there's one individual that they have targeted heavily. And that is the billionaire George Soros, who, guess what? He is Jewish. They've also brought up all of the, you know, the historical generational wealth families, you know, like the Rothschilds, the DuPont family. So you can see how this, this 
moves into today. And even more recently than just the QAnon stuff. You saw it with the Kanye news that, you know, that we touched on last week. Kanye coming out with the anti-Semitic, you know, points that he was spewing and then essentially daring his sponsors to do something, which they did. I mean, if you look back at the atrocities that have happened to different sects of people throughout our world's history, I'd say that the two primary things that stand out are the slave trade and the persecution, torture, and killings of the Jewish community over in Nazi Germany. So think about it. All it took, all it took. And, and again, to this day, people, think about this. All it took was somebody to completely fabricate this and to paint an entire community in a false light. And people bought into it. Mob mentality took over. And again, they tied up the original title, the Antichrist. Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. In, in individuals that would, you know, step up to, you know, denounce this, to denounce these writings, say, no, this is, you know, this is not true. This is not true of these people. Of course, you're going to have bad people in every walk of life, whether it's white, black, Hispanic, you know, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, whatever, you're going to have bad people. But this is one of those instances where there was propaganda put out there to lump everybody into one. To say that all Jewish people are bad. They want to take over the world. And again, to back up, the ones who were stepping up to denounce this guess what happened? They themselves would then get labeled as having, you know, to as, uh, you know, being part of the conspiracy. And if you are familiar with the QAnon stuff, you'll remember, if you're not, let me, you know, kind of paint the picture for you. But if you, if you are familiar with it, you may remember that when it was at its height and, you know, there is much discussion about the deep state, the cabal of adrenochrome drinking, baby sacrificing, child molesting celebrities 
a lot of these celebrities, they kept quiet. They didn't come out and say anything. A couple specifically that I remember, you know, Tom Hanks was the biggest name that was thrown out there. Chris Tucker. They never came out and admonished these claims. You know, many people would say, you know, I would have been, you know, on my soapbox telling these people to kiss my ass. What good would it have done, though? They were in a lose-lose situation. And this goes back to this. You know, many individuals back then, early 1900s, remember, that were stepping up to denounce this. People that were hardcore believers that these protocols were legit. They would just point the finger right at you. Oh, you're denouncing this. You're denouncing this. You're, you are so adamantly, you know, saying that we're wrong about this because you're part of the conspiracy. So you have, again, it's a lose-lose situation. You come out and you defend yourself. What's it going to do? They're not going to, they're, they're still going to believe what they believe. You're not going to change their minds. And if you have other people that are coming out to defend the ones being accused, again, you're going to change their mind. They're just going to accuse you. That's why everybody kept silent. And you can see the danger that comes along with this. Again, mob mentality is, a, is an effed up thing. The Jewish population, for God's sake, they were, they were accused of having invented, essentially, capitalism and communism. What? I mean, for real, what the hell? And all of this led to, you know, modern day events where the Jewish population has been blamed for, they were blamed, not across the board, but again, there was some blame put out there that they were the cause of 9-11, that they, you know, were the cause of the formation of many of these terrorist groups, that they were the cause of the COVID-19 pandemic. And Jewish medical workers over in Israel, they've been, they've been accused of being the cause of AIDS in the past. It's so messed up. The world that we live in, so jacked up. I mean, think... When you really take a look at all of this, and you take a look at, you know, as far back as any of us can remember, human beings are horrible to each other. We really are, as a whole. 
Of course, I think most people are good. I think most people think most people are good. But human beings are not nice to each other. As a general rule of thumb, we're horrible to each other. And again, this was disproven fairly early on. No, I know. It's the early 1920s. This originated in 1903. That's a solid, you know, 17, you could even say maybe 20 years of this propaganda being out there before it was disproven. But it was disproven. And still, still, to this day, some people, you know, people believe it. And these people are the dangerous ones. You know, I started this, this podcast out, and I believe I said this last week, I started this podcast out by, you know, touching on the fact that we're going to review conspiracies of all sorts, you know, across the spectrum of all walks of life. Many of these conspiracies are harmless. This is not one of them. This is a conspiracy theory that just feeds upon itself to this day and is extremely damaging to people. I mean, you, you, we've all seen in the past few years the, the rash of hate crimes. I don't know if any of you remember about, you know, mid-pandemic, there was this big, you know, because of the COVID, you know, virus. There was a lot of Eastern Asian individuals being attacked for no reason, walking down the streets of New York, wherever. They just get attacked, jumped, get the shit kicked out of them. These are the types of conspiracies that are dangerous. And part of what I want to do here is bring to light some of these conspiracies. This is one of them that I'm just going to come out and flatly say, this is, this is batshit insane that people still buy into this. This isn't true. But you have a lot of, nut, you have a lot of, lot of uh, nut cases out there. What are you going to do? It is what it is. You have a lot of people, you know, I call them the, the derpy derps. Who rail against the mainstream media. The mainstream media is part of the cabal. 
the Illuminati, again, tying back to last week, the New World Order. And, you know, and it doesn't help that you have individuals, you know, dating back to, dating back to this guy. A new world order. What? A new world order. Say that again? A new world order. Thanks, uh, thanks, George Bush. It doesn't help that you had individuals like our, you know, like President Bush, the original President Bush. Not W. Who are using this verbiage. Because it just gives people to hang, you know, something they hang their hats on. Do I believe that there is... Do I believe that us as American citizens, or just, you know, normal citizens of the world, that we know all of the inner workings of this planet? Hell no. Could there be a group of elites that are trying to take over the world? I don't know. I don't think so. But again, the thing that I can say unequivocally, sorry about that, the thing that I can say unequivocally is that I do not believe that the Jewish community is out to take over the world. And that they should all be, you know, put on the red carpet for it. So what do you all think? Hit me up. Again, welcome to Strangeland Podcast at Outlook.com. You can search Welcome to Strangeland Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Hit me up. Let me know what you think. So transitioning into some uh, some current, let's let's, let's uh, review some of the some current news news. Know why the hell I just said it like that? News. We are in the middle of the. Uh, I don't think we're ever just going to have a you know a chill, laid back election cycle ever again. Things have gotten so divisive in this country. The midterms are still basically in full effect right now. Because we're still waiting on numerous states to report. I don't, for the life of me, I cannot fathom how some of these states take so goddamn long to count. But whatever, I digress. But I can tell you this. The conservatives in this country specifically, the conservative leadership specifically, the Republican Party. Y'all better get your shit together. And y'all better start rethinking your messaging. Because your messaging is gradually... Falling on deaf ears. Of course, you're still going to have, 
you know, numerous you know, millions and millions of people out there who buy into your vision. That's never going to change. But gradually, you're losing. You're losing a grasp. Very importantly on young people. You are that whatever grasp you had on the youth it's damn near slipped away. What's that Sylvester Stallone movie where uh, the very beginning of the movie, they're in like the Arctic. I don't know where the hell they're at. I think it's like the Arctic, Antarctica, whatever. But Sylvester Stallone is on this, like this, uh, it's not a drawbridge, Jesus, a suspension bridge. And he loses his grip on his homie. His homie falls to, I can't even remember if it was a man or a woman. His homie falls to their death. Republicans, you are Sylvester Stallone, and the youth of today are the homies that fell to the, the homie that fell to their death in that movie. What the hell is that called? I don't remember. I think it was a pretty good one, though. But anyways, my point is that what the data has shown in this election cycle is that Gen Z, specifically 18 to 29-year-olds, they turned out. Now, when you look at the percentage of Gen Z that turned out to vote, you'd say, that's a seems like a pretty small percentage. Because I believe it was in the upper 20 percentile. But guess what? That was the highest number of that age range of individuals to turn out in like three to four decades. And you know what? Over 70% of them did. Voted blue. Voted Democrat. With all the nonsense that's going on right now, you know, inflation's a bitch. And all the other craziness that's going on. These people turned out. They're like, yeah. Okay, despite all of that, Republicans, you know, pass. Now, they still may take control over the House and the Senate, but there was no red wave, red tsunami. Didn't happen. And now you see many of them in full-on panic mode. Because they know. They know that they're losing whatever grip they had. And I promise you this is not going to turn into a political show, but we're going to discuss things like this, you know, periodically because this is probably the main thing going on in the news right now.
another thing that I do want to, you know, we're switching lanes again here. Need to tell y'all people, want you to check something out. There is a movie that was recently released that I cannot recommend highly enough. It is on a streaming service called Shudder. Shudder is a horror movie streaming service. This movie is called Deadstream. Goddamn. This movie is amazing on so many levels. Probably one of the most well-written, comedic films I've seen in years. Yes, comedic. It's a horror comedy. Not a, like, uh, not a Abbott and Costello, like, haunted house horror comedy. More like a, uh, like, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. More in that vein. Where it's got solid, solid horror elements to it. But, holy shit, it's funny. So if you have Shudder, if you don't have Shudder, I'm sure somebody will get it on YouTube at some point. Check out Deadstream. You will not regret it. I promise you. So with that, I'm going to wrap things up. Again, let me know. Hit me up. Let me know what you think about this week's uh, conspiracy. Again, the protocols of the elders of Zion. Let me know your thoughts. Shoot me some ideas. I've got a whole bank of conspiracy theories ready to go. But hit me up. There's something specific that you'd like to hear. Shoot it my way. Again, welcome to Strangeland Podcast at Outlook.com. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Shoot me anything. Questions, suggestions, whatever. I appreciate the support. And if you can, please follow the show or like the show, comment. Leave me a review, five-star review on Apple or whatever other platforms, Spotify. I mean, there's plenty of other platforms, but I don't know how all the review systems work on all those. But if you can, leave me me a five-star. If you like the show, if you don't like the show, fuck off. Anyways, I digress. People, thanks for tuning in. Until next week. Check you later.